Welcome to the H1B Guy podcast, and thank you for downloading or streaming the H1B Guy podcast. This is an audio-only version of the H1B Guy news for the week ending September 10th, 2021, originally posted on YouTube. The H1B Guy podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001. By Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. And by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. I'd like to ask you to please leave us a rating in your preferred podcast platform. The H-1B Guy here. And today, the H-1B Guy news for the week ending September 10th, 2021. Today, I'll cover H-1B AOS extension, STEM job growth strong, recruitment technology, Biden's vaccine mandate, and DV 2021 win. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. You can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by recruiternetworks.com, by Path to Canada, and by perm-ads.com. Now, the news. Well, I wanted to thank everyone who joined me on Wednesday for the H1B Guy Live, September 8th, 2021. I wanted to mention a comment from Sandeep P that was left in the video comments on YouTube that says, quote, I saw that two people asked about H1 extension if date is current. As long as one has applied for adjustment of status within one year of date becoming current, they will allow one year renewals until the 485 is approved. If one year has passed, then they will need justification on why one is not applied for the AOS. In case of a company change after date becoming current, they may grant one or three year renewal to allow for the new perm, the I-140 and all of that. Some people will apply for new H-1 before their date is current so that they have more time to get AOS through and not have to rely on the EAD card. You know, this has definitely been a common question and the consensus has been that, that 12 months is really the magic number. Uh, you must have submitted your adjustment of status within 12 months of your final action date becoming current. This allows you to extend the H-1B in one-year increments as long as your adjustment of status is pending. As I previously mentioned, most recommend maintaining your H-1B status even if you have your EADGC, another best of both worlds scenario. Here are the news stories that interested me most this week. On September 3rd, 2021, the employment situation, August 2021, per the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, quote, total non-farm payroll employment rose 235,000 in August and the unemployment rate declined by 0.2%, 0.2%. 
to 5.2%, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported. So far this year, monthly growth has averaged 586,000. Employment and professional and business services increased by 74,000 in August. Employment rose in architectural and engineering services, plus 19,000. Computer systems design and related services, plus 10,000. Scientific research and development services, plus 7,000. And office administrative services, plus 6,000. Since February 2020, employment in professional and business services is down 468,000, over half of which is in temporary help services, which is minus 262,000. This is another increase in the total number for payroll that was run in August of 2021. Strong growth continues to happen in STEM categories, adding over 36,000 payrolls combined in August. Based on the number of job openings that I see across the board, I fully expect this to be consistent in September of 2021 as well. On September 6, 2021, written by James Vincent for The Verge, titled Automated Hiring Software is Mistakenly Rejecting Millions of Viable Job Candidates. Quote, automated resume scanning software is contributing to a broken hiring system in the U.S. as a new report from Harvard Business School. Such software is used by employers to filter job applicants, but it is mistakenly rejecting millions of viable candidates, say the study's authors. It's contributing to the problem of hidden workers, individuals who are willing to work but remain locked out of jobs by structural problems in the labor market. The study's authors identify a number of factors blocking people from employment, but say automated hiring software is one of the biggest. The use of this software has become a huge business in itself, as the report notes. Over the intervening years, automation has come to pervade almost every step in the recruitment process. Applicant tracking systems, candidate relationship management, scheduling, background checks, sourcing candidates, and assessments. The global recruitment technology market had grown to $1.75 billion in 2017 and is expected to nearly double to $3.1 billion by 2025. Having personally witnessed the rise of recruitment automation in ATS, applicant tracking systems, and VMS, vendor managed systems. Uh, during my 16 plus career in staffing, I, I can tell you that this has been happening for years now. So much so that businesses have spun up to help individuals get past the AI and bots that are scraping resumes for validity and stack ranking. The days of hand-delivering resumes is very close to being a thing of the past. Just as physically mailing a resume or gasp faxing a resume has become distant relics to the application and recruitment process. By year 2025, it's estimated that the current recruitment uh, for technology will be $3.1 billion industry. That's just unreal. And yet, globally, recruiters continue to be in more demand than software engineers. On September 9th, 2021, written by Berkeley Lovelace Jr., Rich Mendez, and Robert Toey for CNBC, titled, Biden Outlines Plan to Mandate COVID Vaccines for Millions, Our Patience is Wearing Thin. 
Biden also said he is asking the U.S. Department of Labor to issue a rule that requires employers with more than 100 employees to mandate vaccines or require weekly testing, according to officials. This requirement will impact over 80 million workers in private sector businesses with 100-plus employees, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration said in a statement. The agency, which falls under the Department of Labor, is developing an emergency rule requiring those employers to provide paid time off for vaccinations or to recover from side effects from the shots. I'm very rarely left speechless, but I will tell you, I've, I've covered the continued rise of vaccine mandates now for about the last month, month and a half, and I've followed it pretty closely. And covering how private employers are willing to eliminate half of the candidate market and potentially half of their current employees already on staff over a vaccine mandate. But this is the president of the United States requesting any employer with 100 or more employees to issue a corporate vaccine mandate. And this mandate would impact over 80 million people if put in place on the employers over 100 employees. If an executive order is to be issued on this situation, I have to believe that we'll immediately see it challenged in the courts. And then on September 9th, 2021, in Go and Good Luck v. U.S. Department of State, a favorable ruling came down for DV 2021 plaintiffs in Go Good Luck v. U.S. Department of State when Judge Mehta ordered the DOS to increase processing of DV 2021 visas. However, plaintiffs will not be prioritized, and Judge Mehta has given the Department of State until September 23rd of 2021 to provide a status report update. It's going to be very interesting to see how this ruling will impact the decision on Chakrabadi v. USCIS, which relates to the wastage of USCIS and their inability to process uh, the current um, allotment for the annual employment-based allocation for fiscal year 2021. We've covered that a good bit, but basically 80,000 are going to be wasted um, by the end of September, and Chakrabadi v. USCIS is challenging that wastage. For the full post on the H1B Guy News for the week ending September 10th, 2021, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's post was brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital permads and local job posting since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads and local job postings for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad or $1,000 per month, regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. And by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will gladly help you navigate the process. And if you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to click the link or use the link in the video description below.
and also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.